what's everyone welcome to the chatwork podcast this is your host kushal mehra today we are going to be talking about the recently concluded uh, karnataka assembly election where uh, bjp ka supda saaf ho gaya uh, at least in terms of numbers and then we the first half of the podcast will be about uh, the state election per se and the second half of the podcast will be a discussion about the commentary after the state election commentary about what happened in the state and also uh, external complica uh, external uh, things like what's going to happen in the uh, 2024 election as it always happens after every election bjp loses something or the other in form of commentary comes so to talk about it i have with me as always adit kapadia kya hal hai adit how are you doing bas theek thak hi kushal how's everything going Uh, so so can i gloat i got it right <laughs> absolutely absolutely you did you did and uh, if you remember hum log ne i think uh, elections ke uh, voting ke pehle voting ke baad baat ki thi and i i, I remember we were talking and I, i was saying that kushal if if i had to make a modification pata nahi after the voting per, per if i had to bet my money i would say the congress is ahead and that's what i was saying but uh, numbers to numbers and we'll we'll explain also why you know opinion polls or exit polls mein itna fark aaya but yeah. there were a couple of opinion polls notably yashwant deshmukh's opinion poll who got it quite right in the opinion and the exit poll yes so first what we'll do is we'll actually talk about the result per se hmm. uh, i will obviously uh, because this is also an audio podcast so i will be reading things even though they are on the screen so <laughs> yeah. uh, you know the video i know the youtube viewers always find it irritating ki why am i doing that but uh, please be empathetic to the audio viewers so hmm. the final results were I INC Indian National Congress got 135 seats they gained 55 seats BJP is down to 66 seats they lost 38 seats JDS hmm. was 19 they lost 18 seats and others were basically four so hmm. this is what the final tally was in a tally of 224 seats the hmm. congress has won handsomely and uh, now uh, the, uh, as far as the rest is concerned i will hand it over to adit you know he can talk about the vote percentage and everything else uh, so adit take it over now thank you uh, kushal no but I, so i'll tell you something so if you can just share that statistic again and uh, that window sure. and just go to the election commission of india ka jo website tha because i want to talk about the vote percentages but i also want people to see what you know the numbers i'm talking about right so if you yes if you go a little bit down right there you'll see the yeah. final vote percentages correct yes. so you see that there is a delta of almost 7% between the congress and the bjp now yes. one thing there are two caveats here usually bjp has always underperformed in the assembly elections and overperformed in the lok sabha elections in terms of vote share unka vote share goes up to like almost close to 50% in lok sabha and um, and the reason is because the uh, the reason why bjp has a better strike rate on seats is because the bjp vote share is concentrated in certain pockets and the congress vote share is spread out so uh, uh, just giving you guys an example if congress can win one seat by 50000 votes and bjp can win four seats by 5000 votes that would still be a 4-1 result to bjp even though the margin was 20000 to bjp and overall margin was 50000 to congress so that's the difference and the delta in votes was 30000 so this is a popular vote versus electoral math sort of debate but here is here is where it gets curious 
लॉर्ड ऑफ एनालिस्ट कि भाई बीजेपी का वोट शेयर तो कम हुआ ही नहीं है इन 2018 इलेक्शंस इट इलेक्शन एंड इट जस्ट गॉन डाउन उट from there 3 to 3 and in seats where the lingayat population was more than 20% bjp lost around 20 seats or little more than 20 seats from what they got last time so, and that was it so they lost some from there and then some from the region which is called which was called hyderabad karnataka or kalyan karnataka they lost a few seats from there so bjp lost 3% vote from one region and 3% vote for the other so they down 6% so where does where do they make up the numbers well the additional 5% they got in bengaluru the only region in karnataka where bjp has gained seats is in the bengaluru and i when i say bengaluru i say bengaluru ramnagara that that entire rural bengaluru belt as well and the one region where com- congress is completely decimated both of them is the old mysore region now that happened because a lot of the jds vote also went to the bjp in old mysore old mysore bangalore rural part because that shift happened that it became a trifecta tricornet contest and that is where you saw the congress congress coming in so yes bjp gained 5% vote share in the bangalore old mysore region or the bangalore rural bangalore region but they lost 6% vote elsewhere and that is where the election was lost if they if bjp had maintained what they got in 2018 in uh, the mumbai karnataka and the hyderabad karnataka region you would have actually seen the numbers uh, of bjp go up to 110 and my numbers that i was initially thinking the bjp would end up around 90 i thought the lingayat base of bjp was intact so the 20 odd seats that the bjp lost i thought they would all because they had never lost uh, uh, these many seats i mean they lost them in 2013 when but that's when bs yadurappa split the party but bjp had not lost those many seats since 2004 barring that one election when the party was split so for them to lose that was the difference between bjp getting a 90 to 95 range and to a 66 or 67 range so that is a vote share sort of discussion yeah so one more uh, data point that i wanted to share uh, with mm-hmm. our with our listeners or viewers was the exit poll which india today did and they talk about the likely voting patterns among different communities i think that is also very interesting uh, th- this is just a guesstimate so before somebody says how can you show this or that are when we can only work with what we have so whatever <laughs> is publicly available we can only share that so this yeah. was there um, cutting across uh, communities in the case of the muslims 88% is estimated to have voted for the congress 2% for bjp 8% for jds and the rest whatever others agar kuch bacha to yes i'm just kidding vocaliga 24% congress 25% bjp so bjp got 1% more vocaliga vote than congress uh, and 46% goes to jds as expected 
in the obc community you have 15% to jds 45% to bjp and for 31% to congress in the lingayat community 64% to bjp 20% to congress they have gone up by 4% and 10% yeah. to uh, jds uh, so here's the major loss for bjp i assume in the kuruba community it is 22% bjp and 63% congress they have gained over here too as per the opinion po- exit poll in the mm-hmm. sc community congress has gained 14% as per the exit poll bjp has lost 5% which has gone down That's to 22% true. and jds is 14% they have also lost 4% over here as per the exit poll and then finally the st community here too congress has gained 4% and bjp has lost 1% so these yes. are the overall patterns uh, as per the access my india exit poll which was voting patterns now full full caveat we don't know this is not the accurate pic, uh, picture right. as in cent percent so <laughs> i'm not making the claim that this is 100% accurate you have to believe what what is mentioned over here i'm not making any 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 such claim that's right another another interesting bit that was shared was again but i will bring that up when we are talking about a pan india discussion about misconceptions about uh, voting patterns in india and stuff like that uh, in terms of vote percentages in in karnataka so it's not like bjp has you know ever cross 42% like in 2003 they were 28.33 2008 33.86 2013 1990 they really fell in 2000 2013 yeah. 2018 because the 13% went... was taken by ad europa so wo 32% yeah. ho gaya yeah yeah and in 2018 36.35 and 2023 is 36% so while on paper uh, the bjp has kind of retained its uh, you know vote uh, i don't know how how true it is now i want to read a thread by nalin kidhar gayab ho gaye mujhe actually malum nahi nalin but uh, so nalin has so 34 years since any party won as many seats or not as large a vote share in karnataka assembly polls congress in 1989 won 178 seats uh, seats and 43.8% vote share so this is the first bit of information then the next is 12 bjp ministers out of 25 lost the elections that includes education minister and hijab ban enforcer bc nagesh from tiptur 105 seats in which the winner got over 50% of the votes over of these 70 were congress winners and 33 from bjp and 2 from jds out of 15 sc seats won by bjp the party got 12 out of 36 sc seats 53 seats flipped from bjp to congress 16 sl- seats flipped from congress to bjp and there was a 4.9% increase in congress vote share from 38% to 42.9% bjp more or less retains its share lost 0.2% from 36.2 last time while jds dropped by 5.51% from 18.4% to 13.3 now there is obviously the next bit um, nalin says locally sev- several major shifts in karnataka region social groupings bjp's dominance in karnataka historically built on lingayat based 17% of the population of karnataka uh, now that has changed significantly again uh, unfortunately the audio listeners can't uh, yeah. see, uh, see see the slide but i have put it up uh, out there so mm. this is the muslim seats are 45 uh, 
the vokaliga seats are 66 the lingayat seats are 120 so yeah and and if you if you look at the statistics for all our viewers it's it's very simple if you add the seats the congress seats for lingayat plus muslim that is equal to the bjp seats Mm-hmm. okay given to lingayats right otherwise if you see the all other categories there are one two seats apart i mean i'm not comparing jds because jds is primarily a, a vokaliga party their base is essentially in the old mysore region ha wo ek do seats they'll win in lingayat and they'll win in the uh, i mean in the in the kalyan and kittur karnataka but not necessarily and, and and this sort of proves what i was saying um, kushal that you bjp congress uh, bjp has lost a uh, lingayat vote but it has not lost as less as what access is saying i think it has lost a little bit more this time because um congress c- cannot just win just because of other communities uh, they they want to spin it as you know that the ahinda vote united and the congress won but the voting patterns don't match some of the seats that the congress has won this time i would i was shocked to see them them a performing this well and then be winning so convincingly and that cannot happen unless base erosion of certain parties has happened second what you said is very important the scst because bjp had focused on making the uh, you know making forays and actually they had succeeded but in that um, in that region of gulbarga bidar belari that's where bjp has taken losses so that is mr malikarjun kharge's region but belari everybody would remember where the reddy brothers were there belari bjp has suffered losses uh, b sriramulu who almost defeated sidramayya in the last election lost his own seat this time and then uh, in in one of the seats one of the reddy brothers his wife was going after uh, was fighting against uh, the other reddy brother in a seat and they both lost right so there are there are various uh, i think bidar is the only region if i'm not mistaken where bjp has gotten some uh, sort of seats in you know in the hyderabad karnataka region and you can you can see the map it is entirely blue and green except for a few sort of um, blobs of saffron in in that uh, region to to tell you the truth coastal karnataka and bengaluru the halls made by bjp there is what saved the party to getting to this rally otherwise the returns from the lingayat belt and the returns from the vokaliga belt in terms of seats were relatively poorer than what they would imagine compared okay, to last next hall. one is the next one is the jds um... So Nalin says JDS's fall in Bokaligga dominated areas of old Mysuru directly benefited the Congress. The community makes up to about 11% of the state's population. Congress gained from a Bokaligga consolidation doubling its tally 28 up from 11 last time in Bokaligga significant seats. As you see if you are what uh, if you are on YouTube it's uh, it's uh, quite uh, quite clear that uh, there is a you so you know there is a distribution bombay karnataka has 50 seats hyderabad karnataka has 40 central plus minard uh, minard has 28 bengaluru city has 28 old mysore has 59 and coastal karnataka has 19 seats to be very precise right so so let's let's talk about old mysore first right because that's that's yeah. the crucial one and the reason why the congress vote seats essentially doubled i mean they went up by like 19 and almost to 37 was because bjp's vote share actually increased in the old mysore region so then suddenly suddenly some seats became trifecta contests and let me give you an example of a seat called pavagada okay so in pavagada jds narrowly won that seat uh, narrowly wins that seat last last time this time 
the Congress uh, essentially gets similar to what they got the last time, but BJ, uh, JDS's uh, a few votes actually go to the BJP, and Congress wins that seats by ten thousand votes. So there are uh, uh, there are seats like those. So and that's a straight JDS versus Congress battle, right? So uh, the the if you look at percentages, it would seem like oh the percentage vote has gone to the Congress, but that's not it. Actually, some vote has gone to the BJP, and suddenly uh, a forty-two percent or a forty-four percent vote share, which would have just given you like a small win, has um, uh, has essentially given you a ten thousand vote or a fifteen thousand vote. So many seats like that has happened in uh, many situations like that have happened in old. In Bangalore city, um, in certain seats, BJP. In fact, Bangalore city, the way BJP has done, I expected them to do a little even better than this because um, you see the seat of Gandhinagar, where Dinesh Gundurao, uh, the son of the chief minister, ex chief minister R Gundurao, was fighting. He won that seat by 105 votes. Right? You had Somia Reddy's seat. Uh, which the BJP there was recounting and then finally BJP was declared the winner by 16 votes. So there are such narrow margins. Uh, Ramalinga Reddy, the stalwart in Bangalore in BTM layout, who would win his seat by 20,000 plus votes, his margin was cut to 10,000 votes, and that impact you can you can ensure that because of the last minute push that Mr. Narendra Modi did in Bangalore. That's the reason why it happened. And um, as I was talking to a friend right before we did our podcast, um, part of me thinks that maybe Mr. Modi had reports that the BJP was not doing that well in Bombay, Karnataka, as it was expected. And I think that's that's why the extra push in Bangalore and that has yielded some dividends because that additional uh, four or five you know seats in Bangalore and a couple of other regions is what basically ensured that BJP uh, got to a sort of a respectable score. But Let's talk a little bit about the central uh, Malnad and Bombay Karnataka. You see, this is where the election is lost. Everywhere else, the gains are very. The gains and losses are two, three. They can all be made up. But when you lose fourteen seats in your strongest region, and then you you lose eighteen seats in the central and Malnad region, where you have done very well historically in Lok Sabha, right? That is thirty-two seats. That's your election. You add that thirty-two seats to BJP tally, and they are already at. Uh, they are the single largest party. Yeah, they are destroyed there. Ha. Huh. So, uh, or, or I'm sorry, they are not the single largest party, but they are at least they are within striking distance of hundred. They'll they'll get to like ninety-eight or something like that. So, uh, and then Congress Congress ekes ahead. But basically, that is where that is where the election was lost. So the analysts can say a lot of things, and I actually agree with Nalin's hypothesis. What he says here uh, about the old Mysore uh, region and stuff, and that was an additional consequence of BJP gaining. But BJP was hoping to compensate the losses that it would get in old Mysore or the gains that Congress would make with. Of small gains or maintaining their base in the other regions, and because the base erosion happened, that's why the extent of the victory is so huge. I mean, uh, Congress has ended up getting almost twice as many seats as the BJP, and that is why when you even talk to a lot of BJP insiders or you see the reactions on social media from uh, many in the party, is th- it's almost seen as a more dangerous defeat than 2013 because 2013 everyone knew because mr yediyurappa was not there that is the reason why this this was one where mr yediyurappa was there his son was given the ticket as well but there were questions as to whether a few people in delhi undermined the leadership of mr yediyurappa and was the lingayat vote angry with the bjp those questions still remain and um i don't given his age 
he's not going to be resurrected as a leader before the 2024 elections or the 2028. So where the BJP has to see very carefully is how they proceed with 2024. We Karnataka gave them 26 members of parliament last time, 25 plus one independent. If numbers stand, and I, I will tell people, do not extrapolate Lok Sabha results to, uh, uh, sorry, Vidhan Sabha results to Lok Sabha results because for primarily the JDS vote share has always shrunk during the Lok Sabha. It goes down from like 20% to like less than even 9%, 8% and then it expands. Now this time the JDS vote share has actually gone down to like 13% odd. So which is a very interesting uh, uh, part in Karnataka politics. But that given the case, it's going to be straight BJP versus Congress fight in the strongholds of co Congress in Karnataka, like Gulbarga, like Kolar. Um, Congress has retained a lot, lot of its base and actually added. And another thing is the Muslim consolidation. If you that chart that Kushal was showing, Congress has gained 10% of the Muslim vote. Essentially, what has happened is in seats where the Muslim community felt if the exit poll is true that the JDS is the winner, they may have gone towards the JDS, but otherwise the vote has gone lock, stock and barrel to the Congress. It is almost a 90% uh, 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 strike rate. And Karnataka is a, between, I think, 10 and 12% Muslim. And, and you don't, again, you cannot look at state in isolation. There are seats, there are pockets where, you know, that vote holds key. And if Congress scores a 90% strike rate out of like a 15% vote, it already starts at a 13.5% advantage. Yeah, that that's there. But then, obviously, see, as far as the Lingayat vote is concerned, I I kind of see this as a problem in two ends. Hmm. I think both the Lingayat community is facing a leadership crisis because Yedurapaji is old now. So, mm -hmm. and BJP made the other person the chief minister, and I honestly don't believe that person carried any kind of goodwill. So, yeah. Mr. Bombay, yeah, Mr. Bombay. So the first question that comes out of this entire discussion, because this can be backed up by the decimation of JDS also, because look, mm. post uh, Devagoda ji's downfall, you know, it's not mm. like the Devagoda mm. um, uh, style of uh, governance has kind of done anything better. Because mm. that shows that the BJP model mm. of not having a strong state leader it, hmm. Look, the BJP does it many times. Whether you like it or not, the Modi-Shah combination has done it many times. And look, the people of India are obviously sending them a message that, boss, our state also needs a strong leader. Absolutely. And, and if you are not going to give us a strong leader, we will go to the party that has the strong leader. Yeah. And for people to sit down and then say, oh, look what you have done. Well, oh, look what the BJP has done. It's the job yeah. of the BJP to fulfill the wishes of the people, not the other way around. The people yeah. don't have to adjust to the BJP. The BJP has to adjust to the people <laughs> to make it sound as if, you know, the democracy many a democracy ni a monarchy and, you know, the BJP is some kind of Raja and people are supposed to respond to the Raja's uh, dictates is, is actually uh, nothing short of batshit crazy. But that's what has kind of been, you know, the trend overall <laughs> over here. I mean, it, to lose no, no. For numbers in every area other than the greater Bangalore region is actually a cause for worry for BJP. Absolutely. And I'll give you a simple example. And the greater Bengaluru region, I am convinced has only happened because of Mr. Modi's outreach in the last yeah, yeah. push. 
I mean, you can ask, you can ask any any person worth his salt in Bangalore. The BJP was almost finished in Bangalore till about a week ago or ten days ago, right? That last push helped. And urban urban people, urban vote, urban India votes differently from rural India. And that's not to say that urban India way, but in urban India, what I've seen more and more in very urban constituencies. the candidates matter a little less than they matter in rural india i'm not saying they don't matter at all but remember we were talking about this uh, kushal that rural india is some uh, they need the candidate to get their work done so in many cases they are not looking at who is the chief ministerial face or who is the prime ministerial face right so it 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 matters second uh when you talk about uh, states like karnataka and larger states like karnataka strong leadership is a, is a very important thing and this is actually something that was started by bjp right so uh, one other factor that we completely forgot to um, mention in the vokkaliga base was dk shiv kumar is a vokkaliga in the congress and he was a congress committee and it is right now there is a tussle going on between sidramaiya and dk shiv kumar and the whole discussion was the dk shiv kumar went out there and said that i you know i am a vokkaliga do you want you know uh, your uh, someone from your community to be the cm or not and there has not been a vokkaliga cm uh, from congress since sm krishna Uh, so so you had you had that sort of uh, uh, understanding as well and congress faces a very precarious position so vokaligas are about 11% and kurubas i think are about 9% which is sidramaiya's community so you have congress getting a great strike rate in both communities it's 60 60% or something like that or, or this or i mean this time when vokaliga it's about 25% but they got a very rich number of uh, seats in the old mysore region so the vokaligas plus the other people you know some muslim vote and stuff they all added to got about 50 60% votes so where what what do they lean towards do they lean towards sidramaiya who's sort of a you know their proven sort of leader or something we we knows which side to a piece to sort of or do they leave to mr shiv kumar who is you know a essentially a strategist or a chanakya so to speak and that is the uh, that is the debate uh, that the congress has to for the bjp i think with madhya pradesh rajasthan chatisgarh coming up and you have three strong leaders in shivraj singh chauhan vasundhara rajesh sindhya and raman singh there will they be projected the same way or is this going to be an election for you know like double engine or a national like mr modi is going to do more than it's it's a very important call that the bjp has to take the fact is in up yogi adityanath is always portrayed a little more and that has actually helped the bjp in up so why not use that uh, in you know in other states also in gujarat it's very different because narendra modi worked was the cm and a lot of people that voted him cm are still around to vote him and so he can go and win you elections on his own that is not going to happen i mean he will win elections on his own in lok sabha but after a 9 or a 10 year period there is going to be a split voting pattern in uh, that will emerge in majority of the indian states right and where mr modi will get you that last push like he did in bengaluru he can get you that last 5% last 10% but you have to get to 35% base to get that last 5 or 10%. If you are already at 20% to last ke 5 10% se you will only get to 60 seats. So that is a call that BJP has to take for future elections. See the biggest lesson in this is very clear uh konsa main BJP ka spokesperson hu so the BJP <laughs> has tried systematically to sideline state leaders Shivraj Singh Chauhan included Hmm. at least that's what the public sentiment is 
Now, will the BJP learn its lesson now and at least with, you know, big state leaders like Vasundhara Raje and Shivraj Singh Chauhan, they will let them have their space, let them survive, let them, uh, because look, this is what the beauty is of Indian democracy, like it or not. Indian voters are very crystal clear. They have their yeah. own thought process in municipal or panchayat elections. They have their own thought process in assembly elections. They have their own thought process in national elections. And, yeah. and they will do what they have to do. It's quite clear that the Indian polity in general likes to have a very strong regional phase when it comes to governing their state. They like yeah. to have a leader they place their confidence in. And hmm. to say that, oh, what is this? What is that? BJP can... No, you can't do that. Maybe they got away in certain states. And you're absolutely right. In the case of Gujarat, people forget Mr. Modi was the CM. So for the average Gujarati, right? Are, hamara, you know, our chief minister is the prime minister. So we are still voting for the same guy. So they keep voting yeah. for him. No, and this time it was different also because of the emergence of the Amadmi party and a lot yeah. of Gujaratis do not like the Amadmi party. Like it is Gujarat is the one state where if you say that you 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 are a left left leaning NGO type party, people will go and vote for stability. So that is what will happen. It has been yeah. one of the few bipolar state consistently in the history of India, uh, uh, you know, along with Rajasthan and stuff. Or third party ka do teen seats se aage varchas var aai ni. Amadmi party got five seats. That was a big deal. Since 1990, there has not been a third party uh, in Gujarat. And 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 a lot of uh, viewers actually get shocked when I tell you that in 1990, BJP was the third party before 1990. And then, you know, it went and became the primary party in the last 35 years. So, uh, it it is it is slowly um, uh, slow and slowly rest of India. I think what we are getting towards is bipolar in Lok Sabha and multipolar in Vidhan Sabha, and that's going to be fascinating. The only state which is completely bucking the trend, or will two states which will completely buck the trend, are Uttar Pradesh and Maharashtra. I think there there are a few parties that are because first of all the states are freaking huge. Like Maharashtra and UP are twice as big. I mean, UP is four times as big as most other big states. So um, you will have those complexities. Like Eastern UP and Western UP are going to vote very differently. Vidarbh and Mumbai or Marathwada are going to vote very differently. And, uh, and so there are some quasi-regional issues also. But that is why you see that in Maharashtra, people talk about Sharad Pawar, right? And, and Sharad Pawar has been in Mumbai for the longest time. Look at NCP's performance in Mumbai. It's very less. Majority of their things comes from outside of Mumbai or Marathwada or stuff. Yet it is still a force to reckon with, you know, in, in your... So it, it's a very complicated sort of uh, arrangement when it comes to states. But, you know, coming back to Karnataka, let's let's let, let's talk about a couple of... This was a very important election for Mr. Malikarjun Kharge also. Since he was appointed the... Uh, um, and also uh, Rahul Gandhi, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Rahul Gandhi can take credit also. No, no, let's face it. He has he has tried to revamp his image. And one thing, if you notice, this is the first election um, where Rahul Gandhi did not take as much directly on uh, uh, Narendra Modi. And, and um, <clears throat> another uh, uh, point that, you know, a lot of friends have uh, said in the public domain as well is... Um, and, and something that, you know, uh, 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 that was pointed out to me that Sonia, Rahul and Priyanka campaigned together after a long time in Karnataka. 
when was the last time you saw all the three so they they were also noticing that something so there was something going on so they you know abhi you can say that uh, they were not going they are only going to be a 1 2% add on or to energize the base but whatever it is it is it worked in karnataka i don't think it's going to work nationally but rahul is playing a very smart game here he's not projecting himself as alternative to mr modi as a prime minister but he's not taking on him because he knows if he takes on him you are gifting him an election yeah so apparently mr modi seems to function the best when people attack him directly and when it is all about him look 2024 they will attack him and again uh, my hunch is it will end up benefiting mr modi again because that's just the trend and that's how uh, you know that's how it always happens that's how the cookie crumbles when it comes to these things but pratap bhanu mehta wrote something yeah, okay. in the indian express uh, on shri shri pratap bhanu mehta the leader yeah, so, of the intellectuals <laughs> so you know he has uh, look uh, look it's my, our job in this podcast is to share multiple yeah. opinions so absolutely nalin's no, opinion so i'll share <laughs> pratap bhanu mehta's opinion too no. so he's like the first and perhaps most important lesson is that the bjp will find it in most places harder to win genuinely bipolar contest where third parties in the state decline this is for a simple reason that in a bipolar contest the bjp has to polarize more of the hindu vote and in some cases as much as 50% to win it even in the most communalized of states that is a tall order not all the jds votes shifted to the bjp but the fact is that the karnataka election became a de facto less tripolar so the question is whether this condition can be successfully replicated elsewhere not just at the level of a state but the local level there is no guarantee of success but de facto bipolar contests are at least one of the enablers of an opposition victory uh gujarat kya gujarat was also pretty no, I, much I, I, don't, I, I don't agree with that because i don't agree see, with this at all i mean i, I this is a very bad this analysis. Is, that is why i was joking about pratap banu mehta because what is this doing is this is essentially putting rahul gandhi on a pedestal saying that bipolar contest aayega to congress will win by default this is rubbish actually it's the other way around i'm saying bjp in the bipolar contest with the congress is more likely than not always going to win unless and until congress is a strong state leader right so who was your strong state leader in madhya pradesh jyotiraditya sindhya where is he now with the bjp if there was mr sindhya on leading the congress campaign this time in madhya pradesh you know bjp should have been under you know a lot of pressure but if kamal nath is again on the ticket bjp should breathe easy in madhya pradesh so uh, but rajasthan rajasthan is where it gets tricky because both mr gehlot and sachin pilot are popular leaders right now there is another problem that that is sidramaiya shivkumar 2.0 happening in rajasthan and yeah, how they are fighting Congress... right now he has given him three three points consider those three points ha huh, they 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 they're considering uh, and i mean i i don't know i mean I, i at this rate congress might have to send someone to mediate between both of them and i don't even know who is being sent but that is that is the that is the issue right so uh, in a bipolar election bjp always if bjp and congress both have weak chief minister bjp has the strongest prime minister so bjp will always win this can only work if bjp had a weaker minister like in karnataka mr bombay uh, you know who was not at all as uh, as much of a stalwart as mr yediyurappa was and a strong cm candidates on the other side which was sidramaiah and shivkumar dk shivkumar and and also one more point i want to ask your hmm. opinion about also see they claim hmm. that you know we need see on one side they say the bjp 
did not put a strong regional face and that's why they lost okay hmm. point taken the bjp genuinely did not put a strong regional face that logic also applies to the national level right then at the national level for all these parties to fight against the bjp they will have to put a credible prime minister face for Absolutely. all united opposition i mean how can the same argument be okay in assembly this is what the reason is bjp loses and then bjp has a strong face at the national level and the same people do a complete 180 turn and say nahi but national mein it doesn't apply I, see <laughs> i don't mind analysis your analysis yeah. has to be based on first principles like yeah, not... basic first principles don't apply over here i mean whatever i want to pull out of my ass i will pull out of my ass that's so not this is fair. called patang udana you know and there is uttarayan is still very far away so uh, this is patang udana ki uh, one national leader and, and the funniest thing is they'll say wherever they don't have a leader they're like we have always gone as a collective leadership okay wo kya bakwas hai what is collective leadership there, there is nothing like collective leadership i was like if if collective leadership is there the puri congress working committee ko president bana do why have one congress yes. president also that is also collective leadership so you know this is this rubbish i i um, and this applies not just to congress sometimes in elections bjp also doesn't make up its mind who their face is going to be and they don't declare a face i firmly believe that for every election state or central of course you can have municipal elections where you don't declare who your mayoral candidate is completely understand but for state or central there should always be a candidate declared because whether you like it or not who your candidate is matters because the, that's where the policy flows from you know that that's who you know who they are going to talk to and everything so the, it 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 does matter quite a bit and i think nationally if you look at it um con- they are not going to win if if they don't have a credible face or if they don't have a face there is no face right now who will who, will mamata banerjee go and uh, do rallies in uh, in marathwada and gulbarga like uh, as the face of the uh, campaign or will will um, uh, you know navin patnaik has already told them that there is did not going to be mamata, did you hear mamata banerjee telling the congress we are happy to collide with them they should not compete in uh, bengal i was like okay yeah. thank <laughs> how is this going to happen like congress should give up all of bengal and mamta banerjee says yes we this is how we will win that like who's going to be their pm who's going to do x who's going to do y i mean it's no, all forget that mamta banerjee was supposed to do these all these northeastern outreaches well in northeast states uska kya hua right so congress does congress give up their sort of thing in northeast as well so it it, it is it is a one sided you know one sided rubbish that they are Uh, claiming and what will happen to akhilesh yadav right so uh, uh, are they going to do and then what happens in bihar like nitish kumar or lalu yadav you know are they going to fight national elections also or nitish kumar will take a u turn before the national elections i mean you know kuch bhi ho sakta hai right so yeah. there are a lot of contradictions but i will tell you one thing the new number for congress to support a government is not 140 or 150 it's 120 okay because if bjp or nda does not cross 272 or does not even cross 265 in the next term i'm not saying that will happen more likely than not in 2024 it will be a bjp led government that comes to power if polls were to be held today or uh, you know if you can extrapolate from today nationally but if that happens the other parties only have to get about 150 and congress has to get 120 because they have so been desperately out of power that they will do anything to even be in power for one or two years 
and that is the that is the key so i think for the bjp what they have to see is they have to limit their losses or up to nda mein koi raha bhi nahi hai who can get that many seats right shiv sena is not a part of nda um, the only person they can count on fully for support i think is mr navin patnaik because that if they fall seriously short in in 2024 navin patnaik can get his 14 or 15 seats from uh, biju janata dal and he's already said that there is not going to be a third front yeah he so, has refused to join any third front so so for bjp so for bjp the aankda is 250 if they get to 250 by themselves they they are they are going to form the government again but it's going to be with an nda majority so mr modi will have to make some concessions so if they got to 303 they have to somehow manage to not lose 60 plus seats and it's going to be difficult because you maxed out in gujarat rajasthan karnataka madhya pradesh those four states you uh, bengal there is no way they retain the rich hall that they get unless a miracle happens because the assembly elections if they were an indicator you know it's going to be difficult uttar pradesh again you got a very very huge like sort of a 65 out of 80 sort of 60 62 out of 80 sort of result so those states and bihar where you no no longer have nitish kumar on maharashtra where you no longer have shiv sena there will be some sort of seat erosions that will take place so bjp has to ensure that their seat erosions are not more than 60 seats in these regions now let us go into the lok sabha claim right so a lot of people have extrapolated many things about this election that's why i shared the link of um, uh, mr pratap balu mehta's opinion piece written today in the indian express i don't know if this is the premium piece or this is free for all but he has given six points and you guys can go and read even nalin has written uh, an article on may 13 and he hmm. talks about the 10 key takeaways for national politics uh, based hmm. on uh, uh this hmm. so this is nalin mehta's link uh, so nalin talks about this and um, let's see what happens uh, and then there is obviously one more article on the times of india uh, hmm. that was there i that was also written on the 13th this was also an opinion piece i'll put the link up for that also all hmm. of you read these pieces because there are three different opinions given in three different places but you know a lot of talk has been going on about what what will happen in 2024 look i don't utter many things on many subjects with confidence but i know a little bit about politics i have literally campaigned and i understand these things which is why i was not confident of a bjp victory in karnataka um and uh, a lot of my friends were laughing at me i was like i see the congress winning karnataka because there are some states that follow patterns and you know a lot of extrapolation is being done by people right now for 2024 i'm not saying what will happen uh, if the elections were held today i think bjp wins lok sabha by their self mm-hmm. if they were held today but i prepared an excel sheet which i shared with adit also mm-hmm. and i just tracked every single assembly election result from 2020 or 14 to 2023 right and uh, you know all this nonsense was said the last time also so it's just a simple excel sheet i just wrote year state winner and uh, you know the results on the link were there but uh, i don't know why this damn thing is flickering so i will put it off i don't know why it's flickering right now 
for some odd reason so dar excel sheet dar gayi mere se so let us read a bit right so 2014 mein jharkhand jnk haryana maharashtra theek hai jharkhand bjp had one jnk wo pdp aur uska wo tha na you remember महागठबंधन <laughs> I'm just telling you what had happened. No, 2016, absolutely. Assam, Kerala, Puducherry, Tamil Nadu, and West Bengal was there. Assam was BJP, Kerala was CPIM, Puducherry was Congress DMK, Tamil Nadu was AIDMK, West Bengal was TMC. 2017 was Gujarat, Himachal, Goa, Manipur, Punjab, Uttar Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand. Gujarat and Himachal and Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand in 2017 were BJP. Goa Congress got 17. BJP formed government. Manipur, I think was the same, right? Congress got twenty-three, but I think BJP formed the government or something of that correct, sort correct. had happened. So in northeastern states, so there is also a thing that generally whoever is in power in the center forms the government in the northeast states. There is a so wholesale departure of MLAs. So, so in two thousand seventeen, basically BJP had the best year. They swept correct. everything. They basically they, swept every assembly. Okay. Now, no, no, and they were very happy about Punjab also because Aam Aadmi Party was out of power and Captain was in power, and BJP doesn't yes. necessarily hate the Captain, as we found out two years later. <laughs> yes, yes. So now, 2018 again, Karnataka BJP was there. They were, you remember the drama, na? Thoda bhot resort politics had happened in that election. Then hey, thoda bhot. Karnataka is the world capital of resort politics. <laughs> I mean, I was just being nice to. our friends in karnataka chatisgarh congress one madhya pradesh congress was the single largest party but uh, the less i say the better uh, karnataka resorts were in action again <laughs> yes basically rajasthan congress ensuring, no they were ensuring that karnataka resorts are in control of bjp before madhya pradesh yeah. something happens <laughs> so then rajasthan congress one mizoram mnf telangana trs tripura bjp was the single largest party Uh, Meghalaya Congress and Nagaland. It was NPF. All right. Okay. So this was uh, before you go into the ne- before you go into next year. There is another important fact here. Telangana me the elections were advanced by six months because yeah. KCR saw that BJP is gaining in Telangana and he was proven correct because BJP only won one I think or two MLAs in the Telangana elections and they won four mm-hmm. MPs in the Lok Sabha elections that happened four months after. So uh, it's so even though there is TRS wins in 2018, BJP puts up a formidable challenge in 2019 Lok Sabha. Sorry, yeah, yeah. All right. So now we get into the 2019 uh, Assembly year. So Jharkhand, it was Jharkhand Mukti Morcha. Haryana BJP came back. Maharashtra BJP Shiv Sena fought together. So I have to give the election to them. I know the MVA government happened, and then I know what happened after that. It is my state. But when the election was fought in 2019, ladies and gentlemen, it was fought together by BJP and Sena. And then whatever happened after that, I can't help it. But this is the reality. Arunachal BJP won, Andhra Pradesh YSR CP won, Odisha BJD won, Sikkim SKM was the winner. 
Now we come into 2020 again. Bihar and Delhi. In Bihar, RJD was the single largest party. Whatever has happened after that is for all to see. The less I say, no, no. the better. And BJP, BJP and JDU fought together and won again. Yes, yes. So same thing in Bihar too. Yeah, yeah. But whatever has happened after that is for everyone to see. No, ha, ha. Maharashtra two point reverse. <laughs> see, but why I I I said RJD is the single largest party is because that's the fair thing to say. I was just trying to be con consistent. Like RJD has the highest seats then. Absolutely. They had the highest seats then. That's all I was doing in this seat. <laughs> Delhi up swept again. Yeah. Now we come to 2021. Assam BJP wins. Kerala CPIM again. Okay. Puducherry the NDA alliance wins. Tamil Nadu DMK. It flipped from AIDMK to DMK. West Bengal TMC comes back again. Now 2022. Another great year for BJP. Gujarat BJP. Goa BJP, Manipur BJP, Uttar Pradesh BJP, Uttarakhand BJP, Punjab up comes this time. And Himachal goes back to Congress. Himachal, Rajasthan, Karnataka and a few more states in India are like five years to this one, five years to that one. Even Punjab is like that. So even hmm. Punjab has not bucked the trend. The Punjab used yeah. to go from Cong Congress to Akali BJP. Now they yeah. had a third option. They dumped both of them and they went to AAP. Punjab and Tamil Nadu have only bucked it once. So once in 2007, yeah. I think, or, or 2012, it re-elected uh, Akali BJP uh, once in 2012. And... Um, uh, Congress uh, uh, no, 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 Congress no. Uh, Akali BJP won in 2007 and 2012. And Tamil Nadu, in 2016, uh, ADMK won the second election after a long, long time since NGR. But the key was Jailalita passed away a year later. So then uh, that is why ADA, it was it was almost a done deal that DMK would come back to power, but ADMK gave a big fight to DMK this yes. time. So anyways, yeah. Yeah. Then we go to 2023. Tripura was BJP and allies. Meghalaya was NPP. Nagaland was again NDPP and BJP together. And Karnataka has been Congress. Now I have given you the entire trend line of assembly elections from 2014 to the latest election. Every single election I have given you. Hmm. Now, even I could not find, Adit, unfortunately, I could not find the numbers for the hmm. bipoles from after 2018. But hmm. up to 2018, hmm. I was able to like uh, track, right? Hmm. Up to 2018. Hmm. You, so you remember this great piece of analysis by the <laughs> wire? Huh. Before when the you 2019 say, when great analysis and wire, they somehow don't fit in the same sentence, but okay. So, <laughs> so, so, so this article was uh, uh, written on the wire to make some extrapolation about uh, the Lok Sabha election in 2018, right? Can, can you see who the author is, please? If I don't the wire Stop, lovely. Wire zone analysis. So they say in 27 by-elections across 15 states since 2014, the story of BJP declined writ large. See, this is all they show. These are the charts. NDA holds 26%. NDA gains 0%. Opposition holds 41%. Opposition gains 33%. All right. This is and they extrapolated in this article that hmm. look, they have won so many bipoles. The writing is on the wall. The 2019 Lok Sabha writing is on the wall. The BJP is going to be wiped out 
the bjp got more seats than 2014 damn it <laughs> they got 20 more seats in yeah. the 2014 the bjp and? basically gave a stone cold stunner to the wire and every single person who is extra look this doesn't mean the bjp may repeat it again but the point is i don't trust a single analysis done for the lok sabha based on any assembly election even if the bjp ends up losing rajasthan madhya pradesh chatisgarh which i don't think they will fii because now what the bjp will do is like a very smart boy they will start putting shivraj chauhan and masundra rajay back up they already have they already have many <laughs> i already saw this in the weeks leading up to the karnataka results where i saw vasundra suddenly in news and i texted to a couple of friends ke i was like they have learned their lesson now the rani is back <laughs> and i have to tell you something in 2013 so okay let's let's talk a little bit about karnataka and then i'll go back to lok sabha this is not an election that congress won as much as bjp lost yeah okay and to last election was the same thing that the congress lost and the bjp was there to pick up you know gain it in rajasthan they have a five year rotation policy where bjp actually has congress has only won one election since 2003 and i'm saying this in a very uh, with a very measured response because let me take you to the history of rajasthan in 2003 vasundhara comes back to power in 2008 there is internal sabotage vasundhara rajay had enough vote percentage to actually win rajasthan and buck the trend but there is severe internal sabotage within the bjp and look at the analysis of uh, you know at that time you had rivals with jaswant singh and you know the then you know bharosik shekhawat faction and every, everyone and that's why vasundhara falls short i think she got 78 seats and gehlot got 90 nine and a few percentage here or there and you know the things could have been flipped come to 2013 that is one election where bjp absolutely decimated the congress bjp got 163 out of 199 seats and at that time one person campaigned the most with miss vasundhara rajay that man is narendra modi he was getting ready for the 2014 uh, elections and read what vasundhara had to say after the 2013 elections where she credited this victory even to mr modi and how many rallies he held you know it helps that gujarat and rajasthan share a border there is a significant uh, you know uh, marwadi population in, on the border as well so you have a lot of cross you know uh, uh, sort of things as well between Why gujarat and rajasthan textile mill owners in gujarat by and large are marwadis no no it's a, it's a mix 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 of uh, them but dy- dying house owners are marwadis loom wala uh, are gujaratis ha bhai bhai you know yeah you know absolutely you know uh, so that's the, we 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 both are uh, we both we both have a background aap to ho main bhi to kapdiya hu so come from the textile uh, textile background as well so uh, but no i i agree with you but my my point is that um he she and mr narendra modi work pretty well together but in 2008 again there was some you know internal faction between mr gurapchand kataria miss india and other things and again bjp lost an election they should have either retained a lot of their seats or something like that so this time mr kataria has been made a governor of a state that was the first olive branch offering to miss india that he is the you know a, a, a very strong jain leader from udaipur rajasthan has a significant jain community also in pockets in the southern part of rajasthan which borders so he is is a is a very powerful leader that he was the home minister during and the leader of opposition so he has been made the governor miss vasundhara has been said ki bhai you have your the question is 
will rajasthan respond the same way to her or would they would they want a newer face from bjp that is what we have to see and that is how the next 6 months will tell us what the next 6 months will tell us look usually these the trend in india is people in rajasthan go from point a to point b they they are like that they Correct. like to go the, the, Raj, the rajasthani voter is like uh, i gave you 5 years no <laughs> stop now i give you 5 years Correct. so if if you look at the historical trend of rajasthan like uh, if i was to you know uh, open the rajasthan uh, results hmm. election results it, it is a it is a revolving door policy himachal yeah. be same uttarakhand used to be like that but uttarakhand uh, uh, bucked the trend again uh, because you know uttarakhand is one state where you know mr modi is phenomenally popular and the congress and the whole kedarnath flood and everything still reigns on the mind but in in uttarakhand mr modi also so that it's a too small a state where you can extrapolate that to a larger model so, so uttarakhand maybe they so, changed cms we count from 1990 right the 9th and 10th assembly went to bjp but the 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 9th and 10th assembly happened in 33 3 years right mm-hmm. then the 11th went to inc 12th went to bjp 13th went to inc 14th went to bjp and the 15th went to inc this has been the trend of late in rajasthan now people can uh, you know tell me ki no it can change yeah it could but i see the job of this podcast is to tell you what has happened nothing else what has happened is this this has been the trend in rajasthan yeah. for a long long time it is a clear yo yo state like one and then here then then here then then here they just they keep doing that the rajasthan voters keep doing that like it or not that's their pattern i mean hmm. people don't want to admit to it is not my problem now madhya pradesh is interesting right hmm. madhya pradesh has had shivraj singh chauhan shivraj singh chauhan so that was 8 and 13 mama ji jeete the you remember hmm. right then you had kamalnath in 2018 and then 2020 shivraj singh chauhan was back so madhya pradesh bjp tends to be in a very strong position at Overall. 2000 and 2003 again they won uma bharti at that yeah, time was the bharti. game and then, yeah, yeah and then so shivraj chauhan yeah so it has been a bjp state by and large <laughs> now what we are talking about the third, the one the one after that is chatisgarh right we are talking about <laughs> so chatisgarh patterns dekhte hain so i will even share the patterns of chatisgarh and look this state i mean first vidhan sabha was 2000 right uh-huh. inc one then 3 8 and 13 bjp one correct 18 inc one inc one i mean what and- are the probabilities उंड adversity comes you know this moment where you have where the congress actually made that choice and they moved beyond ajit jogi right and um, 
who's there of course i think ajit jogi is uh, no longer around but that that was the uh, that is the situation that chatisgarh in madhya pradesh also last time was congress's election to lose and they lost it like they they became the single largest party but they could have actually had a lot more seats at that time when we were talking i was actually saying that i see madhya pradesh mein congress uh, pulling ahead of bjp but again the kamal nath sindhya fight and then you have the the godfather of madhya pradesh congress mr digvijay singh doing his sort of in and i have to tell you guys this so people randeep surjewala abhi to wo in charge bane hue states ke but when randeep surjewala was the spokesperson and he would come and he would be asked who is your face in uh, madhya pradesh and this is what i'm not joking he would say our faces in madhya pradesh are shri kantilal bhuria shri jyotiraditya sindhya shri kamalnath shri uh, ajay singh shri this so shri uh, digvijay he had eight or nine shrees that he would name every time someone would ask you know kitne log the and that was the problem there was so much confusion in bjp had one leader shivraj singh chaudhary this is not to say the bjp doesn't have state leaders in madhya pradesh they have plenty they, you know when mr babulal gaur yeah, yeah but bjp lost a very big state leader right who could have been a possible replacement for uh, shivraj ji I, i i think he passed away i forgot his name i'm completely blanked out uh in madhya pradesh ha ek the madhya pradesh mein main completely naam bhul chuka i'm so sorry ha huh, i uh, maybe people can remind both of us in the chat because i i am having a same uh, similar sort of feeling as well but i think he just to... passed away to, uh, through uh, through some medical complications i forgot the name completely okay i mean i we know for a fact that uh, now i think it's going to be sindhya jyotiraditya sindhya that's going to replace shivraj singh chauhan whenever they decide to move on from shivraj singh chauhan it's right now until that happens he's going to be in the center and i actually see that jyotiraditya sindhya be right now he's mos independent charge uh, i think he's probably going to be uh, if bjp comes back to power in 2024 he's probably going to be given a full cabinet ministry till Uh, you know his time is sort of there for mpcm and he's also decided that he is going to do it with his and if if at all if at all bjp uh, jyotiraditya is the face for madhya pradesh this time or the next time it's going to be a very curious uh, election for bjp because it'll be two people from the same family come through very two very different meritorious things in two states being the cm cm faces so to speak in bjp so that's going to be yeah, quite i think this election mama ji will be the face Shivrat of course of course i i'm talking about you know after but I, this election it's too close right now to change faces and so forth yeah they they cannot risk now after karnataka i don't see the bjp risking uh, uh, sidelining state leadership i mean the bjp can be suicidal and do anything but i don't see them doing it hmm I mean, the only person I know from uh, Madhya Pradesh was Anil Madhav Dave. Are you talking about him? Who was who was the normal environmental minister? I I forgot the name. Ah, Anil 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 Madhav Dave was the environmental minister, and he was you know. Ah, Dave, Dave, Dave. I think Dave. Yeah, he was working on uh, Narmada rejuvenation and everything and so forth as well. He had a lot of respect, and I and for unki yeah. unfortunately death ho gayi thi something. Yes, and Anil, I think he passed away like sixty-two or sixties, like yeah, early sixties. Yeah, yeah. so he was I, kind of being prepared to take over from uh, Shivraj Singh Chauhan, is what I would hear all the time. Uh, was quite possible, quite possible. But again, Shivraj has it so, as his own push and pull. And देखो मध्य प्रदेश is also you cannot just. it has its own caste complications also so you cannot uh, do the, there is a second uh, theory that is so in like in karnataka right when you have a state where uh, 
um, there is not a significant Muslim population also. Does caste play its role, right? There, is there less Hindu Muslim or more intra-Hindu discussions, right? In Karnataka, we had a lot of Lingayat, Vokkaliga, Kuruba, OBC, SC, ST, that sort of discuss, discussions, right? Reservations, who will get, will that play a role in Madhya Pradesh? I don't know, but right? Uh, is, I don't think so. The Hindutva project in terms of its penetration is far more penetrated in Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, not Bihar, I think Madhya Pradesh more so. Madhya Pradesh, hmm. Gujarat, Rajasthan, the Hindutva project tends to pay the caste, uh, I'm not saying caste is not a factor, but I think Hindutva tends to beat it. That's typically that's what it's been. But again, I, I the, the question is going to be Hindutva versus economics versus caste. Right. Yeah. The, the, what is the economic situation? What are the caste? Because you have to have representation. Voto, I mean, you BJP will not win. And you saw in the ticket distribution that we showed in Karnataka, there was significant representation among all sorts of you know categories and so forth. So I think that that it does matter, so to speak. Yeah, and I think uh, another state that's going to have an election in 2023 is Telangana, right? Yeah. So what I was saying that they have advanced their election in Telangana by four months. So now it's going to have an election in December 2023, and BJP is in a force right now. Their Bandi Sanjay Kumar is already doing uh, rallies. You have Arvind Dharmapuri, DK Aruna, a couple of folks who from Congress who you know DK Aruna was in Congress who's jumped uh, to the BJP. I mean, she did. She came last time, so it's not like it's. They've been working for the last five years in Telangana, and in Telangana there is going to be an interesting uh, election because you know you have the um, whole Raja Singh question also whether they, he's going to be accommodated back because of his statements. He was earlier expelled from the BJP uh, uh, because you know he was. I think that was bring him back. Everybody knows oh. they're going to bring him back. Of course, of course. I'm, I'm not saying so. I'm saying when is the question right like what is going to happen uh, there with the whole OIC question because Asaduddin OIC is actually a factor in Telangana in a few seats right he always wins but then it's uh, there are few seats it'll be a straight MIM versus BJP fight so it's going to be a very interesting election in Telangana and BJP actually has some strong uh, local Telangana leaders who have been addressing rallies right now who have been campaigning so I think that is one state where BJP I don't think they'll win right now, but they are definitely in a chance to get 30 or 40 MLAs easily from Telangana. Yeah, I think that is a state they are on the incline. And and this was another interesting image shared by Kiran Kumar on social media about the Vidhan Sabha landscape, percentage hmm. of vote share of Congress and BJP. I mean, hmm. it's a good thing, right? Across the country. I mean... Hmm. Vote share in the Rajasth uh, in the Vidhan Sabha. Both the parties, I mean BJP and Congress are doing well, so it's good. Yeah, you know, everywhere they are spreading their wings. BJP is also pretty much pan-India. Congress, I think BJP is far more pan-India than Congress, but uh, it is what it is. Even after, even after the drubbing of Karnataka, people don't realize that BJP still is a is a force to reckon with uh, pan-India. And I look. I've always said this. I don't trust most of these political analysis by these people. I don't trust their political acumen. Mm. I, I listen to them in things they are good at. I don't listen to them on politics. I, I, I have seen enough <laughs> politics in my life and worked enough inside and outside the BJP to know that the Indian voter is what is going to do what they're going to do i don't buy these sense sentiment analysis 
I mean, I'm sorry. I will tell you this, Kushal. There is always going to be a 20% vote now base for the BJP, which is going to be a mix of upper upper, uh, upper caste plus Hindutva plus OBC plus uh, um, uh, extreme backward caste vote. It's a strange coalition, but they actually have managed to crack the code. You have the upper caste uh, uh, vote from the urban areas. You have the same urban areas giving sometimes extremely backward caste votes or, uh, or sorry, uh, economically, there is an EBC category that Nitish Kumar and BJP came up with, but BJP usually does well in that. Definitely they penetrated the OBC um, vote share and there is some Hindutva vote as well. So there is, if Congress used to have a 20% vote, that was the old Nehruvian Congress, you know, consensus, secular, whatever sort of vote you want to label it in the 90s, BJP has a 20% vote of its own. The whole battle where BJP and Congress is there is going to be for the rest 60%. You are never going to find. Can you imagine after all these years, Congress got absolutely whitewashed in 2014 and 19. After all that, they are still retaining a 30% vote share in most states. Yeah. Where it's a state BJP versus Congress battle, right? Now, that's another reason that they never go up from 30, 35 to like 40 or 45 to win, like in Gujarat or, you know, but they are get, retaining that vote share. So that just tells me that now you have two polls who are identical. BJP did not have that committed 2020. BJP's vote base was what it got in 2009. 16, 17% vote. Because I always joke that anybody who voted for BJP or Mr. Advani in 2009 elections, because they ran a pretty bad campaign, was the core committed BJP voter. I mean, for God's sake, six months after Congress blundered in 2611 and BJP wins three out of four states in 2008, right? In, in in you know Rajasthan I'm sorry in 2008 they almost they lost Rajasthan but Madhya Pradesh they won and you know Chhattisgarh they won and for BJP to blunder the way they did in 2009 Lok Sabha and get 116 seats was itself so that the only people who voted at that time was essentially the BJP base and a few others or something but they didn't vote and the one state that BJP did very very well in 2009 which bugged the trend was the state of Karnataka yeah. <laughs> Karnataka has always followed this trend. People don't like to admit to this fact. They vote very pro-BJP in the Lok Sabha and they tend to flip-flop flip in the Vidhan Sabha. Yeah. In, they, 2000, they clear. in 2009, BJP gets 116 seats or something like that, I think, in the Lok Sabha. And out of that, 34 come from Karnataka and Gujarat. And Karnataka and Gujarat together hold like 54. But they were like 9, 10. Given the percentages and the proportion, it was much, much less. So that is why that is where that is why I say uh, it's 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 going to be a very strange sort of split verdict this time. But India is now getting to a point where you have these two poles firmly entrenched in in a majority of the states, and then how the third front happens you know, remains to be seen. But this time you may see Congress actually fighting in alliance with like, you know, 20 parties or something, because this election is a matter of survival for them. Yeah, but which are the parties? Yeah? How are they going to do the seat distribution? And if they do the seat distribution, then their people who wanted the ticket will hmm. become vote katuas. Na? You have to understand hmm. that politics with air and vote katua bhi to hota hai ki nahi. Correct, correct. I, that absolutely could be the case. I'm not, I'm not denying that at all. But I'm just saying that that is uh, that. And again, if it's a Modi versus Rahul Gandhi thing, Mr. Modi will win hands down. You know, ninety times out of hundred. 
or maybe 99 times out of 100 if you want to say that way yeah so let, let's see what happens uh, i mean one more thing that i wanted to share i mean this is I, not about the data but about the analysis and this is my problem with analysis again so hmm. this is arpit gupta who is the associate professor of finance nyu stern look hmm. i'm not cheating on him so before people hmm. start going and abusing him i'm not trying to do that but okay so they they show the pattern of voting and then uh, arpit says in india the youngest and highest educated cohorts vote for the right bjp rather than the left congress bucking international trends yeah, this is such bad analysis yaar like why is bjp called right yaar like what is so right what is so left wing about the congress yaar and what is so right wing about the bjp the like what are we talking about or congress does the left wing congress uh, have any socio political uh, issue pe any variation from the bjp outside of two three hindu issues does the congress say same sex marriage should be legalized in india and the bjp opposes it rajasthan congress is on record to the court now have saying no we oppose it and what see this is what bugs me the most ham handed superficial analysis to 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 western audiences and then they will be like look urban india or rural india okay yes the more educated you are the more you tend to vote for the bjp is there everywhere <clears throat> because the bjp is a left wing party नहीं नहीं कुशल ये 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 तकलीफ है ना दोनों बीजेपी और कांग्रेस में राइट व्हाट एंड एंड नॉट विद इन द पार्टीज विद इन द सपोर्ट बेस राइट सो इफ वंस बोरिस जॉनसन और ट्रंप कम्स टू पावर फाइव परसेंट ऑफ द बीजेपी सपोर्ट ऑन ट्विटर हम राइट विंग है ग्लोबल राइट विंग ग्लोबल राइट विंग कपल ऑफ जर्नलिस्ट जम्पिंग अप एंड डाउन राइट एंड देन द मिनिट जसिंदा आर्डेन और जस्टिन ट्रूडो कम्स इन कम टू पावर द सेम कांग्रेस ग्लोबल लेफ्ट विंग ग्लोबल लेफ्ट विंग वेर ऑल लिबरल वेर ऑल इन दिस लिबरल वेव हैज रिटर्न क्या बकवा you know this rubbish starts from a few analysts who sit in like think tanks in um, in america or london or a few professors like this because they it, it suits them right it 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 suits them to um, to spin it this way ki you know there is this global coherence over left and right i can guarantee you if i hide the name of some statements made by the democratic Cong- democrat congressman and senators here and show it to congress they'll be like oh this right wing americans have said something like this i'm telling you they will even find if they half of these people don't even know what barack obama uh, barack obama said right they will find mr obama is to be uh, wo the in india the issues are not when it comes to strangely when it comes to socialism and uh, uh, giving back to the people or giving i don't see any difference between bjp and congress what their argument is not that argument is who gave more so the left right wala things should end right there both parties are claiming that we we i am more left wing i am more left wing there is no debate on who created more jobs in uh, private sector or who made it easier for companies to invest the fight or, is on welfareism not welfareism, on free markets दे लाइक हाँ मैंने दस हजार करोड़ दिए नहीं मैंने बीस हजार करोड़ दिया मैंने हर एक के अकाउंट में हजार दिया मैंने हर एक के अकाउंट में दो हजार दिया अरे आप ये बोलो ना कि हाउ मेनी इंडस्ट्रीज ऑफ कम हाउ मेनी कम और हाउ मेनी कैन कम राहुल गांधी गोस टू स्टूडेंट्स राइट नाउ एन सेंग माई जॉब इज टू क्रिएट मैन्युफैक्चरिंग जॉब्स वॉट इज गुड टू मैन्युफैक्चर right if the industries are not coming if the industries are and if your local manufacturers are already having problems competing with china competing with other countries you know they have issues with the taxation policy my god what has been this government's taxation policy 
like the the whole debate have should have been how to get more indians under middle under the taxation rather than the other way like you know debate around slabs and stuff so i actually like i i would actually like if my, there would be one critic i would hope that the mr the modi government looks into very closely into the taxation policy and uh, makes it more economically friendly for a lot of people to invest in india and yeah. uh, so this whole left right rubbish doesn't even matter in india every party on so ha on cultural issues bjp is to the right where bjp does talk about you know hinduness portrayal uh, but on even on Mandir. cultural issues konsa congress is to the left ha uh, exactly is the congress Haan. anti triple talaq anti nikah halala <laughs> anti equal inheritance ra uh, no, no. pro equal inheritance no, no. rights can you imagine a world where you are talking about the rights of muslim women and if you talk about that you become a conservative not a liberal i mean yaar matlab what is this matlab uh, bullshit analysis that happens in different parts of the world and i am supposed to take these people seriously the liberal the liberal the liberal benchmark is if you sound a version of rana ayub now <laughs> If you sound like Rana, you pawn. That is the benchmark. <laughs> Imagine Or... how horrible how things are that Rana you is blocked by Arfa Khanu. <laughs> That's how bad things are for Rana you. Wow. <clears throat> so that is the that is the benchmark that if you if you are sound like Rana you or Arfa Khanum, you are a liberal essentially. That's that's what they're trying to say. You see, my whole point is that when you do analysis, do analysis. Hmm. Don't hmm. don't a don't try to sound awesome just to get attention b don't try to do analysis that makes you feel good hmm. i am a bjp voter but i mean if i feel bjp loses it's not like my life has threatened or anything i am not emotionally attached to a congress or bjp win any more at any level i don't know i've just changed as a human being or whatever it doesn't mean i don't think bjp is better for the country i genuinely believe bjp is better for the country but yeah. the point is that i think when you're so emotionally attached and what what i see in in a lot of analysts in india and you know kudos to axis axis is now uh, at least getting a few more elections right but let me tell you adit i am not going to share the numbers but if somebody here is my here is my hint to people look at every single pollster of india in the last 20 years and what predictions they have made about elections and see how many times they get it right i am just giving everyone who is going to listen to this on uh, spotify and itunes and google podcast or who's watching this on youtube a fun experiment to do oh. track every pollster mm. state predictions center predictions and sometimes they predict municipal elections also publicly well like hmm. metro cities they do like mumbai municipal and mumbai mein to bhai election hone to do pehle to predict that is another debate do saal se ho hi nahi raha election <laughs> no, see, nobody believes in it pehle the mva did not believe in it and now the uh, shinde shinde sena and bjp government does not believe in it as if bjp is like no are bhai why no do the election it is our right we want elections mumbaiers but no but believe me ladies and gentlemen go and check every single polling company and check how many times they get it right how many times they get it wrong and then ask yourself kya ho raha hai so i 
I it's not that I am anti polls. It's just that, like I did with okay today with the Lok Sabha extrapolation, all I did was sit down on IndiaVotes.com. Shout out to Vikas Singh, my friend, who also does a lot of number crunching. Yeah. You know, I called Vikas. I was like, "A website, bata, jahan pe baithke mere ko sab kuch dekhne ko milega." So then he said, okay, go on indiavotes.com. At least till 2018, they had all the data. And then I started looking for 1920 onwards for uh, from uh, other sources. But I just jotted all of it down, wrote it down. And I was like, I can't extrapolate anything out of this. Hmm. So why the hell is everybody else doing it? Unfortunately, I could not get it for the municipality and by-elections. But it's okay. Similarly, I'm telling you, if you want to check what pollsters do, Check their predictions for the last 20 years and you'll so get I, a lot of answers. I, I, I'll tell you this, Kushal, right? A couple of things uh, here is, first of all, it also, pollsters kept polls, but in India, the problem is you are only connected to a TV channel, right? And I'm privy to a lot of interesting conversations that, you know, friends have told me where TV channels will advise pollsters about numbers, yay, woe, stuff like that. Now, I'm not going to say what happens and so forth, but, you know, draw your own conclusions from that. From amongst all TV anchors, and I have a lot of issues with Mr. Rajdeep Sardesai. I, you know, have questioned his biases many times and stuff, but he understands elections in India. He understands he, region, he, he understands everything. From the Pranoy Roy School of Old Directoral Analysis, three people came out. Arnab Goswami, Rajdeep Sardesai, Barkhadat. Arnab Goswami ki tumme election day pe baat bhi nahi karta because I actually watched Republic for 15 minutes during the Karnataka elections and I had to go and take a crossing. Uh, right? Like, I, I was like, kya ho raha tha, right? Um, I watched uh, other things. Barkha doesn't do elections that much, but unfortunately or fortunately, Rajdeep is the only one who actually does. So I don't know what equation he shares with Pradeep Gupta, but post his Yogendra Yadav fiasco, where he, like Yogendra Yadav was, you know, him and both Yogendra Yadav were both on the same ideological spectrum. I don't think Pradeep Gupta is ideological. I mean, I think he even wrote for Modi at 20, by the way, that book. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's, he wrote or someone else, I may have for, uh, uh, mistaken uh, who wrote. But my point is Pradeep Gupta is not uh, that ideological as Mr. Yogendra Yadav was. So maybe that equation is sort of helping where, you know, you have sort of people understanding how the number and the data crunching is done. And maybe that's why he's getting those these elections right. Because more than anything, Pradeep Gupta got the swing in Mumbai, Karnataka and uh, Hyderabad, Karnataka, uh, uh, 3%. I think that is amazing. That is quite amazing. Yeah, I agree. But again, I will tell everybody only to do one thing. Many pollsters out there. Pradeep is one of them. Today's Chanakya exists. Access exists. Uh, sea Water exists. Many others are there. Nielsen is there. Hmm. I've given you four or five names. Do nothing but check every single prediction of there for the last 20 years and then decide what they do, how many times they get it right. I'm not in, in fact, I'll say one thing pollsters in India tend to be way more accurate if compared to Western pollsters, by the way. <laughs> but but Bhai, I saw the Trump meltdown live on TV and I could yeah. not believe, oh, or they could not believe. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. But I once again want to remind people, you really want to understand what's happening 
यू हैव टू आस्क योर लोकल एरिया पोलिटिकल आउटफिट वार्ड अध्यक्ष वार्ड चार्ज अध्यक्ष मीन्स अ वार्ड इन चार्ज दीज आर दीपल हु मैनेज देयर बूथ्स Hmm. these are the people who actually know what's happening in their area because these are the people who people talk to the most to get their yeah. work done the, and to know a genuine election you have to go and meet many people yes cephalology hmm. exists it's a semi accurate scientific method but for something to be a proper scientific method which gets it right most of the time it has to have a much higher success rate and pradeep is my friend and i like pradeep hmm. it's this is not a sly on pradeep pradeep is a dear friend i actually hmm. have a lot of admiration for pradeep Absolutely. i have a lot of uh, admiration for the axis guy also hmm. i have admiration for these people but the point is the axis guy is also pradeep <laughs> yeah i know all the pradeeps are cephalologists now but yes. i'm trying to tell you people that if you want to understand what happens in these things look at 10 year trends 12 year trends with everything you will get a lot of answers and and look stop looking at elections with ideological blinkers on don't the, care the, about the half the problem is where people are willing something result to happen and that's what happened in in, in a few cases in bengal and bihar in 2012 uh, in 2015 you know where uh, that that was happening uh, bengal mein that's what we were talking that i i personally could never see bjp getting close to power people were looking at bjp getting 200 some were talking about 170 and stuff like that right you have to you have to put sort of a very and it's tough right because in india you will find people voting on such local issues many cases in houses you've seen uh, husbands voting certain way wives voting certain way they're, they're absolutely lying to the pollster about and, and for good reason you don't want to tell your uh, uh, you know fellow uh, companion how you voted and stuff and i'm not saying people do this uh, people do this you know deliberately every time or not maybe someone doesn't want to say the issue maybe someone voted for someone because it's a caste complexity so it's very hard to get but i also look at how who got the vote shares right right and how they got and that is what impressed me with what axis mindia did in terms of vote shares and stuff and to get that swing right was quite outstanding and they got they, they got one axis got it wrong in karnataka na uh did they get it wrong in they got it or cicero got it wrong in karnataka ha maybe they did I, i again they are not foolproof as well see but if they have a 90 to 95% success rate that is brilliant because any but my question is for everyone access has been getting it more right than wrong i i want to i want to ask people who question exit polls and opinion polls right if an exit, now if someone is getting it consistently wrong every year you question them but if someone gets it 90 95% right bhai the people questioning also have to reflect when the hell were they have they been 90 to 95% right or when the hell have they been the politicians 90 to 95% right about everything haven't politicians themselves taken taken u turn so it 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 absolutely matter. i think exit polls are here to stay uh what i find absolutely stupid and strange is the whole concept that we have to wait 3 days after election finish over to start counting votes you want the exit polls to rule, lose relevance start counting the votes the next day 
और और वन डे आफ्टर ये तीन दिन का होता है ना उसमें दे हैव नथिंग टू टॉक अबाउट सो दे टेक द एग्जिट पोल्स एंड कीप एक्सट्रापोलेटिंग बिकॉज़ न्यूज़ चैनल्स नीड समथिंग टू टॉक अबाउट राइट सो आई होप दिस नॉनसेंस एंड्स एंड द इलेक्शन कमीशन ऑफ इंडिया डिसाइड्स कि भाई चलो लोकसभा में स्टिल अंडरस्टैंड गिवन द साइज ऑफ इट बट स्टेट इलेक्शंस लाइक कर्नाटका इफ यू कैन डू द एंटायर स्टेट इन वन फेज व्हाई कांट यू डू द काउंटिंग अ डे आफ्टर Like two days after, right? Up, sare uh, EVMs counting centers pe leke aao uh, on that day and the next day. In two days, start. Why wait three days for it? I I I get what you're saying. I think this is a valid uh, point that you have raised. So, yeah. chalo, we'll we'll wrap it up today. Um, anything else you want to say, Adit? Before we wrap it up. No, I think uh, 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 kudos to for uh, Congress to 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 the Congress for getting their act together for winning the state. Yeah. It's all congratulations to them. To them, uh, for BJP, this was a uh, much-awaited sort of wake-up call before 2024 about the state leaders, as we talked about. And uh, this, you never know, this might actually help them because the, you know sometimes get, be getting a 90-seat verdict where you're not the in power is, uh, a, you know, is sort of a worse situation than getting 67, 70. What this also uh, uh, means is the Rajya Sabha equations will change because Karnataka sends 12 members of parliament to the Rajya Sabha, and uh, now Congress. Just having 140 or odds, 135, and then you add the JDS numbers because Rajya Sabha. I'm curiously they will come together. Uh, <clears throat> that means Congress will control at least eight out of the 12 uh, Rajya Sabha seats, and uh, Karnataka has. Very interesting caste calculations. BJP has six seats, out of which two are Nirmala Sitharaman and Rajiv Chandra Shekhar. So if those two are still retained, right? Who will be the other two? Will they be a Vokkaliga and a Lingayat, or will BJP have to shift? One of Mr. Balasi Tharamon or Rajiv Chandrasekhar to another state. ये देखने वाली बात है. Of course, the numbers they lose there, they are going to more than make up from Gujarat where they swept. They got 156 out of 180. So Congress को तो एक राज्य से बच्ची भी नहीं मिलेगी गुजरात से. So, but uh, the that if BJP loses a couple more states, that issues or that question will start coming bihar is the another classic example where bjp will lose some rajya sabha standing once the jd and rjd so that that is uh, that is the key but anyone who is extrapolating stuff for 2024 wake up from your sleep my friend abhi to bahut der hai abhi delhi ek saal dur hai yeah and whatever you want to talk about the lok sabha 2024 start talking about it from april 2024 and anybody who say, talks about it right now does not understand people and mm-hmm. voting patterns don't listen mm-hmm. to them no, do not absolutely. listen to them yeah so we'll wrap it up as always pleasure talking to you buddy abhi next podcast hum log ipl ke upar karenge uh the cricket is going to be back uh dekhte yes. on by the way before we go gujarat titans first team to qualify again just fyi had to say yeah. that <laughs> yeah no but we beat you fyi had to say no, that only <laughs> once डिस्क्रिप्शन and please uh, if you are the audio listener please rate this podcast give a nice rating on itunes and write a review to or on google podcast wherever you are make sure the podcast keeps going up 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 and if you are watching this on youtube subscribe to the charvak podcast youtube channel uh, like this video leave your comments uh, in the comment section 
if you want to support this podcast please join the membership program it doesn't matter if you are on patreon or youtube or fanmo you can become a member anywhere or buy the merchandise on kushalmehra.com or send your donations to upi i will see you guys next time with another interesting discussion on friday until then namaste take care bye